four score and New this morning, we're getting our first look inside. Welcome to First Hand, the podcast where we hear firsthand accounts of the most important moments in history from the people who lived them. I am Devin Field. And I am nautical Greg Gallant. And that's fun, and it's making me wish I had picked something. Damn it, why didn't you say? I, I just Fuck. I like to keep you on your toes, Devin. It's um, okay if only one of us had a cool thing. I'm, uh, I'm Devin the dinghy. Not bad <laughs> loved it we um, are we guys we are out on the open sea here we, we are, are on, at sea we're on uh, the listenership we are on the first hand cruise we've done it everyone and and you're hearing this being recorded from the cruise i mean we've just begun the cruise and yeah. uh, it's an exciting time we we are we are hitting international waters now everything yes. is kicking up the the shuffleboard is bumping uh you know yes people are getting the, very heated at the shuffleboard mm-hmm, court yeah. which i think is good i think that's a sign that the vibes are strong oh yeah know? Unless a butterfly knife comes out in the first five minutes of a shuffleboard game, it's going to be a snooze fest, I think. <laughs> right. And these people are active. They There is a... Bl- I am detecting, in general, on the ship, a bloodlust. There's oh, there's yeah. a note in the air that is... It, it tastes like pennies. On, and I, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, people I'm are ready to, think- to draw blood. People came out here for a lot of reasons. A lot of times I'll say, thanks for coming on the first-hand cruise. When I see someone on the deck and they'll be like, what's first-hand, uh, you know? Yes, yeah, so I've been getting a lot of that as well. A lot of just sort of like, you know, they, they uh, there's a couple people on board the ship who look a little like Joaquin Phoenix in The Master when he just hopped on Philip Seymour Hoffman's mm-hmm. ship because he was um, because he had accidentally killed a farmhand uh, in Salinas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the, I'm seeing a couple people of the ship who are carrying themselves with that energy and i welcome it for sure i think for a lot of these guys accidentally killing a farmhand would be charitable i think a lot of (laughs) these guys seem like it was very premeditated (laughs) yeah and again i i haven't seen any stabbings i haven't seen any blood drawn it's more just like we all kind of know this is gonna happen yeah it's a a mood you know yeah the crowds have been pretty rowdy at some of the uh the other performances so far we of course had ayn rand stand up we had leslie odom jr performing at gunpoint as well as aaron cart we had a lot the squad is here as you've been listening all season you know we got a lot travolta's hologram is going up unfortunately travolta did not die like we were hoping so the hologram is not as big of a get for a still performance performer we gotta for next year because i already know there will be a next cruise we gotta plan that ahead of time yeah Yeah. we're gonna because this is a huge cash grab for us similar to what greg what you were talking about about people coming up to you being like what is this ship uh people have kind of said that to me in terms of how much they've paid to get on the cruise because a lot of people are paying cash day up Mm -hmm. and they're just shoving a wad of bills into my fists as they hurry past me um to treat uh whatever wounds they have yeah, uh, again, we haven't seen the stabbings, but it's no. a vibe. And when we say it's a vibe, it's like you see a lot of people who you can be like, oh, that guy. You know how someone has the vibe of like recently been stabbed? Like if they're mm-hmm. bleeding or they're saying, where's the medic? Which, by the way, Devin, where did yeah. we land on where's the medic? Don't know. I've yeah. been asking around myself. I don't know if I don't know if we have one, um, but I'm sort of waiting I don't want to make the, is there a doctor on board announcement this early? (laughs) I know. know? It's like, I think a medic will present himself or herself, you know, it's like every friend group has a medic. And if, yeah, yours, if you think yours doesn't have a medic, you're the medic. So I honestly think if I were to get on the PA system and say, Hey, passengers, is that, are any of you a doctor? Is there a doctor on board? I think that would set off the physical attacks. I think that mm-hmm. would be enough of a go code for people yeah. sort of to receive a message of any kind that would activate them. 
Yeah, it's a real powder keg here. We're walking on eggshells. Um, I'll, just a reminder to everyone, don't go in any of the zones that have been sort of roped off by Raytheon or, or any of our sponsors because we yeah, are Yeah, there's a couple allowed. of decks, a couple of whole decks on the mm-hmm. ship that you just that are a no-go zone. And yeah. I don't mean that in a wink-wink, you know, but mm-hmm. sneak down there to make out or kill each other way. I mean, yeah. really, like, the, I haven't seen what's in the middle of the ship. I don't yeah. know what our cargo is. I, all I'll I know that. is Ayn Rand was looking for the bathroom and came back looking like a piece of Swiss cheese. I mean, she was shot full of holes. And yes. she said, where's the signage? You know, there needs to be better <laughs> right. signage. And I was like, you can't rely on the government for your own <laughs> personal responsibility, Ayn. Right. You uh, know, this is... This I called her Raggedy Ayn and it was all... <laughs> thing Uh, that's a bit rude we don't want to be that rude to our guests you know um we're excited to have them and i'm excited to see where this cruise takes us you know so yeah we're going to be back in a little bit to start the episode unfortunately it hasn't started yet yeah i mean this is to start the topic i should say um Mm -hmm. we did say that it was going to find we were finally going to do the 9-11 episode that that was the (laughs) ultimate celebrity gaffe um but then I can't think of a bigger celebrity gaffe. The president had egg on his face. He's there reading a goat book. I'll save it. I'll save it. But Well, it's what a gaffe by those pilots, too. I mean, yips. <laughs> yeah, really ran right in. And I really think we should stop talking about it and say <laughs> Well, it's just, and we're going to have to stop because I was worried we might incriminate ourselves, but apparently Halliburton was worried that they, that they don't want anyone talking about 9-11 anymore. Yeah, uh, they just, they literally want people to forget. It's strange. So I think we're going to just have like a free for all. Uh, you know, we've got some old favorites that are back uh, and some new favorites. And uh, I think we're going to, we're going to start the big show here soon. Right, Devin? Ahoy! <laughs> Welcome back to Be-o. the cruise. Ahoy, ahoy! <laughs> we are out here on the open seas. Yes, and I probably won't have to do those kind of sound effects because the listeners will probably be able to hear the the creak of the sail. It's not yeah. a sailboat. It's a it's an industrial war. Yeah, that's all. Some sort of it's definitely one of the parts of battleship, one of the bigger ones. Uh huh. Maybe a destroyer. Destroyer. I don't know, but destroyer. It's it feels much bigger than that. It feels like a carrier, you know, aircraft carrier. Mm -hmm. I mean, you do. You might have to make the bird sound effects though, because have you noticed there seems to be an insane lack of bird? Like it's it's as if the birds Mm -hmm. are avoiding the airspace over this boat. Like, yeah, and the air scattered. itself feels thin, you know? Mm-hmm. It, there's there's something in the air that is odd. And I'll say, while we're talking about, you know, the ship layout uh, and what kind of ship it is, I tried to do some exploring, and um, I ended up turning corners in a way that made no sense. And I'm not sure I, where I ended up on the ship, and I just woke up in my berth this morning. So, yeah, there's there is some sort of... MC Escher thing going on below deck where I think I never wind up where I'm trying to go. Well, you know, maybe we can see if our guests had a similar experience or not. So our first guests, uh, we did want to bring in some people uh, who have some expertise on seafaring and on how to make Mm -hmm. a boat voyage successful. Um, So please welcome uh, our first two guests, David Cobberfield and Timothy Chris. Hello. Hello. Hello, Greetings. Timothy. Hello, Greetings. David. Ahoy. Wow. Okay. And you, you're both very into the nautical theme. Absolutely. Alvita Zang. Oh. Alvita <laughs> <Vilkopen>. Zang. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're These German old sailors. Salts. These guys are salts. Well, as men of the sea... Uh, and good bless. <laughs> good bless. As men of the sea, Timothy, uh, Timothy, Timothy, and I uh, oh, have had to learn all the languages of the seafarers, anyone you'd come across, so that if you ever run into a pirate 
or just a landlubber of any sort of country that you could speak their language. Which is mm. even worse, of course, than a pirate, a landlubber. Uh, uh, you know, and I think back on my days before this cruise thinking like, I think I was a landlubber, you know, yes. and it makes me fucking sick. Yeah, sick to I your definitely... stomach, right? You get seasick just thinking about it. The I do. I... kind, pukey. <laughs> I had I to put Dramamine uh, on. Yeah, Devin and I are ashamed to to admit that in the past we were landlubbers, but we've grown and we've changed. And I, we listen. Frankly, I don't even recognize the me from even last week. You know, we're sea people. It, it's what the sea does to you. Is you is you throw you see your old self, no pun intended, and you kick it to the curb, and you become a new man of the ocean. Um, and it's wow. uh, it's definitely you know what I've enjoyed about my time out here. Well, it's what we were taught by our, I don't know, generations before our grandfather oh. and their grandfather before them. Mm. Yes, so, in in both of our families, we you learn it skips a generation the learning. So okay. you always follow what your grandfather did. You never listen to your father. <laughs> no, yuck. I, I I like this. It can be hard to listen to your father. You know, they they are in the house with you. Your grandfather is a more external presence. Mm-hmm. It My grandfather. F- oh, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, no, I'm Timothy. sorry. I'm David. Please, please. Oh, they're go touching ahead. each other a well, lot. And ahoy to you. And a big <laughs> oh, Alvita saying to you. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, yes. I mean, it, it, all I was going to say is it removes the the Freudianness of the relationship. You can't yes. listen to your dad because of the Freudian implications of that relationship. You want to kill right. him and marry your mother. But your grandfather, you're not attracted to Nana, <laughs> and so you can listen to your grandfather. Yeah, no, Nana's busted. I think we can all say none of us are attracted to Nana. Yeah, uh, come on, man. Uh, but so what What did your grandfathers teach you about seafaring? Well, my grandfather, of course, was a boat architect. He was the architect wow. in charge of the Titanic, and he taught me huh. how wow. to construct a strong ship right in the middle. Strong in the middle. <laughs> I mean, that is maybe the most famous ship. It's got to be. Absolutely. That and the Queen Mary, its sister voyager. <laughs> and maybe uh, maybe the Ark, you know, like Noah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the Lollipop, which is one of the more good ships that I've been on. Uh, <laughs> <aware of. laughs> Friendship is a good ship. Which okay, but, but the some Titanic bullshit is... my dad tried to tell me. <laughs> Really? He tried to sell you on that concept. He was a pussy. He, he okay. was always wow. using okay. little aphorisms and stupid little things. Sounds like he wasn't man enough for your mom, honestly. <laughs> well, great. Well, and, that's why, and that's why Timothy married his mother, of course. Yeah, of okay. course. I killed my father and married my mother, much as the prophecy foretold. Wow. So you think you, you were sort of the child of prophecy. That's interesting. Okay. Yes. And now that I'm looking a little closer, Timothy, it does seem like you have also scratched your eyes out. Is that true? I can't see anything anymore, but I still do build ships. Some of the most beautifully constructed boats by feel, at least. They feel beautiful. You'll have to tell me how they look. Well, oh. I mean, I, I hate to, you know, be, have sort of an ego about it, but now I got to know, where does the listenership rank among all these great ships that you guys have been involved in or seen? Or, you know, mm. what, what's your take on this ship so far? Is she seaworthy? Mm-hmm. Well, she's in one piece, and that's, that's good mm. news. That's always your first step for a ship. She's in one piece. She does rock a little bit side to side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a little more than usual. I've well, I've fallen off both sides twice already. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank yeah. you so much for we, being so quick with the ring. Yeah, we're good. You know, there's a nice community around the man overboard signal. Uh, community's really been created of we're just sort of looking out for each other because we're realizing it's happening so often, you know? So uh, it's been going really well the times that we have had to throw out those great little rings and we scoop you right back in. Yeah, I well, think you can you can have like a security team or like a safety team, or you can just trust the free market of this cruise ship to mm-hmm. take care of itself, and that's working so far. Yeah, Ayn Rand really helped create that vibe on the <laughs> yes. ship. Absolutely, and a lot of people out there would say, 
uh, uh, between being a good community and higher handrails, I pick higher handrails. Well, me, I pick good community. So, of course, Timothy does designed all the handrails about six inches high. Yes, and so you're <laughs> you're constantly doing a lean, and it's a bit and it's a bit of a, an eye catching situation. It's one of the more gorgeous boats you can see on to the uh, aft. The for, the for the stern the stern and the bow as far as I'm concerned the bow. port port starboard oh and we hit them all I believe <laughs> how many sides there are more than four sides to this ship I should say. Uh, there's well, the, of the hull there's the galley the hull the aft mm-hmm. <laughs> four mm-hmm. we don't have to do them again now Mr. starboard <laughs> well there's port, port. did we mention yeah. port yes, what about port. a port hole yeah. <laughs> Periscope. Deck. In this boat, uh, of course, the most flushable porthole of all boats. <laughs> um, you know, the, Timothy's father designed the, our uh, grandfather designed the unsinkable ship, and Timothy designed the most flushable porthole. And he yes. said when he designed it, this porthole will flush forever. The first the porthole will the flush. first flushable porthole and <laughs> and the greatest. The first yes. porthole connected to the toilet system of the boat. And that thing is loud. I mean, it really sounds like mm-hmm. an airplane toilet whenever it flushes. <laughs> and I'm, I am getting complaints that people, you know, are like, hey, I didn't think I would have to, you know, lean out of my tiny window in my room to use the bathroom. But I'm saying, hey, that's the way this boat works. Take it up with Raytheon. Well, I don't know if it's the boat or the food, but every person I've seen here has had rocket diarrhea. So it's been a perfect <laughs> situation to go straight out of the porthole and into the ocean. So yeah, so I should speak to that. Devin and I meant to to settle the food situation by swinging by Trader Joe's this morning and grabbing some wraps and salads. And yeah, we just wanted to get a couple of like their spicy lentil wraps, some chicken salad mm, or something, and mm-hmm. you know and maybe some pretzels. That salad with the quinoa, you know, that's good because mm. it's not like any quinoa you've ever seen. I we forgot, and so mm-hmm. um, there's been a lot of seaweed as a meal for people yeah. out here mm-hmm. uh, kelp well and kelp. you guys it seems like you made it to the trader joe's because there's a lot of ginger mints around it seems you got <laughs> a little stuck at the checkout line and didn't yeah. make it all the way to the you know what we did was they got foods. the booze counter right on the other side of the checkout line at the one i go yeah. to and so i started there and i just got a bunch of rum because mm-hmm. i thought you know pirates and and uh, and then I just went right to the checkout and went, ooh, let me get some of these uh, disgusting mints. <laughs> it's so embarrassing to get out of the line. So once we were in the line, we <laughs> right. were like, we I wasn't going to grab whatever. I wasn't going to be one of those hand. people who goes, ooh, I got to go get the beef jerky, you know, mm-hmm. so. Uh, a lot really of the kill food. for some beef jerky right now. I know. I wish we had it. It would actually that or some limes would probably be helpful. <laughs> now, Mr. Copperfield, how was your grandfather connected to this ship? Well, my grandfather was one of the great captains of the Titanic. Wow. One of the captains of the Titanic. Yes. He was the, um, uh, and so, you know, he said, uh, my grandfather said, you're going to work in boats. And so I didn't, I wasn't able to make it to captain because I was always scared I would sink a ship. I was scared it was in my genes. Uh, so I've become. I am more of a boat magician. I do the magic show at seven p.m. Ah. and then I do the after hours and at eleven. It is so much fun, and I had never experienced an after hours magic show before. Why don't you talk to people through just how insane this show gets? I mean, this is raunchy oh, it's, stuff. It's raunchy. wild. You've got to, It's so dangerous. You have to sign a waiver. <laughs> um, and. Uh, <laughs> In international waters, you're still yeah. making people sign away. He needs protection waiver. within the sphere, you know? Mm. That's right. made my penis disappear and reappear on some other man's body. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, so, that was a big highlight of the show for me. I got That was say. wild. So the, the climax of the show, no pun intended, is two men make love to their partner with each other's penises mm-hmm. uh, in front of the audience, and uh, it, it is it is exciting. It's dangerous, and then and then they all get up and they saw my penis in half, and it's very uh, <laughs> all four of us. It is quite the ordeal. Yeah, it is, and it you know let's well I'll we just, do one of those uh one, one of those tree saws yeah lumberjack saws where we each yeah. grab an end. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And then they, then, then they do the log roll. They all get on my penis and we stick it in water and they run on it and we see who can stick it. Yeah. Well, we well, stick it in water do. for a while. It has to blow it up. Well, I yes. thought, I thought, well, this is clearly fake. It's two different penises or something. Right. Like, like there was a switch at some point. Like, come but on. But then David wiggled his torso and the end of the penis on the other side wiggled simultaneously. And that, and I was that like, did. Wow. Yeah. It's and run. I'd like to put this to bed. It is not a prestige situation where I have clones with larger and larger penises that re- that come out and replace me. That's what a lot of people have suggested. It is uh, it is magic, but I won't say what it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, we respect it. We don't want to ruin the illusion, you know? Um, and David, whenever you want to go ahead and do the switch back, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, so okay, you're still so- rocking Timothy's. I see. Okay. Yeah, because Timothy, I assumed was a plant for the show because you guys did know each other, but now I'm seeing the <laughs> penis has not been returned. So, no, I saw him at the urinal and then I picked him out the next day uh, at the show. I was like, why don't you come on up, sir? I oh, so you were the guy who was in the Lido deck bathroom for the entire day in disguise. Yes, I was yeah. in disguise. That's why I didn't realize me, uh, recognize me. <laughs> got it. Wow. Um, well, this is all fascinating stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm yeah. excited for you guys to bring your lens to this ship. Um, we're going to take another break right now, Greg. And, and then we've got uh, an old favorite returning. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Ahoy! Abracadabra. Ah! Welcome back to First Hand. I'm Devin Field. I'm Greg Gallant. We're here with David Copperfield and Timothy Crisp. What's up, guys? Uh, Ahoy. Not too much. Ahoy. I will say things are starting to <laughs> things are starting to take a, a bit of a turn out here. Mm-hmm. Things were all like we said. Things were the vibe was already tense. Um, we are out of well, kelp. I'll say this: I think it happened when the sun went down, mm. and there really is not much lighting in this ship period so there's a darkness that has descended onto the ship at this hour that is deep yeah it's a the solar first couple, we have go ahead go ahead the first couple of nights people were lighting everything with their iphones but everyone's batteries died uh yes. so it's become just a very nasty ship at night and that's an interesting progression too in terms of at this point we were already kind of past signals but now at this point they're really they have no connection to the world outside of this ship the good news is this ship is equipped with the same exact crow's nest as the Titanic. So we will be just as safe as that ship was. Okay. I That's am good. positive. Yes. Because as we because- all know, the guy did say iceberg straight ahead. That's right. The crow's nest was not the problem. The crow's nest was never the problem. The problem okay? was, unfortunately, David's grandfather tried to make the iceberg disappear. He said, no, no, don't <laughs> swerve. I'm going to make the iceberg disappear. And now that's a bold move. And I've learned from his mistakes and any problems we run into, I will make disappear. <laughs> okay, well, we well. could use your help because it is it is a... Uh, when the sun goes down, I'd say we've got at least three open air drug markets. I'd say mm-hmm. we have there's a couple of fight clubs going on out there. And I there's think also I saw a lot Uncle of great cracker running around. <laughs> yeah, and that's my real concern. That's my real I, concern. I had no idea Uncle Cracker was on the ship. Uh, yeah. That guy but... knows how to work a butterfly knife and I'm <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but there's, you know, in addition to the open air drug markets, there's also, again, a great community, a lot of Burning Man style creativity. There's a great pottery studio uh, mm-hmm. on one of the decks. Um, I don't know if that's yeah. safe, but the, the pottery they're making is more jagged than I'm used to. And, <laughs> and it's primarily being employed as as weapons. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, um, but, Greg, we've got another guest. We do. Uh, and you guys may remember him from our episode about the Florida recount. Uh, season woo, one. The chat comes out at night. <laughs> oh, no. Chad it's is Chad, Chad, everybody. Everyone. Please welcome Chad. The cannibalistic humanoid adult dude. It's Chad. 
He's Chad Shamon. <laughs> wow. Wow, <laughs> Chad. Now, first of all, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> okay. I'm fucking pissed with y'all. Devin and Greg, I'm pissed. Why? Why? What's going y'all on? cut a lot of shit out of my last appearance, man. You cut what a lot okay. of shit. The episode Wait. was nine hours long. We had and to cut down. you talked too much, No, Chad. you cut a lot of shit because everyone, I feel like when they, they listened to that, everyone's like, Chad, he's the Hanging Chad guy. He, they, that's why they named Hanging Chad. There's more to Chad than just the Hanging Chad. Chad, guy. people know that. You talked about almost everything but the Hanging Chad situation no, in your no, appearance. I, I, you cut out a lot of good stuff. You cut out a lot of good stuff. And I am mad. That's okay. why I got okay. damn cruise. That's Other why you got being... on to confront us? Yeah. You no longer want to be known as the Babadook-esque figure who haunted the Everglades and <laughs> became the namesake for the hanging chat. No, that is not what I want. And okay. Yeah. Well, maybe then I, I would take to- the hat off. Yeah, I'm going to take that second <laughs> yeah. hat off. You should take that hat off because it says exactly that. I'm going <laughs> to take the hat off. But let it me says, tell you something. It says, I went to the Everglades and all I became was a Babadook-type Babadook-like figure. figure that... <laughs> inspired the phrase hanging chad i understand the hat that i was wearing but that's okay, not so. look at this when i pull up this hat what does it say i buried my dad's ass you did soldier field and then this okay. hat, i've got many hats i'm a hat yeah. on a hat on a hat you have you hats are. on hats you on hats truly are. i have all of it i found a treasure map in st louis that all came out y'all let that that part come out we did you let it we come did. out i was in a throuple with oj simpson and kathleen harris that yes. was great Okay. What were you mad that we cut? You Chad? let me say the thing about uh, forging an axe for Gordon Ramsay, the finale of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. These are a lot of good things that I was, but you, you know, the stuff that you cut out, obviously you guys know why you did it. I'm just mad that you didn't let it, let it go. Well, I guess we can say some of it now since we're in international waters. I mean, we might as well. Goes, we I, might you know. as well. So Chad, if there's anything on the top of your mind that was particularly egregious of well, a cut. Well, first things first, I can't believe you cut this out because we talk about this for about 30 minutes. I trained an army of rice to drive, <laughs> army of mice to drive a NASCAR <laughs> professionally. <laughs> and and for some reason, that. for some reason, y'all thought you needed to cut that out. Imagine was- 200 mice. Sitting in the seat of a Ford, whatever those are called, uh, maybe like a V25. And, and, and one mouse is hitting the brake. One, house, one mouse is easing off the brake. In order to get that hive mind going, do you know what you have to be? You're more than just the person that inspired the hanging chat. It, it, it was an amazing story. It just, I thought, I just found, I found the ending of the, uh, how that your career in that racing circuit ended to be just too disgusting to include well, the buildup, you know? Well, yeah, they did leave that noose in the black NASCAR drivers. Oh. <laughs> and when I found out that the mice were racist, oh. I had to distance myself. But I did teach them how to go 190 miles an hour. Can that you, is like can a, you, go ahead. It's, a, it's like an evil monkey's paw wish where it's like, I wish I could teach mice to drive. Exactly. And it's like, you'll get your wish. But then they they will be bigoted in a way. Yes. Systemic racism also affects the bottom feeders like mice. Vermin. Yeah. And lice, of course. But can you appreciate at all how we might just not want to include a detail like that in a podcast we release? I don't understand it, actually. I don't understand. Also, you cut the thing about my, my weightlifting thing. Weightlifting thing. Remind me what that was. I don't lift weights. I weight lifts. (laughs) Now, what that means is I go to elevators around the city and I sneak up through the little hatch in the roof. Okay, lifts put, the British yes, yes. elevator. Yeah. I put I put 500 to 1,000 pounds worth of weights on oh. the top of these elevators to weigh them down. Wow. Okay. And, you have and to how does that, that affect? The, uh, remind me how that affects the elevator. It actually makes the, where it says like, this is the capacity of the elevator. It actually is way <laughs> off. It makes them a lot more dangerous. Yeah. So is that at all related to the Manchester elevator massacres? I, that's neither here nor there. Oh, I see. That's why you cut it. Okay. That, that's actually yeah, see, we were trying to protect you, Chad. That's you know? a good cut. That's a really good cut. Can oh, I God. make a, a quick warning for you, Chad, as a, as yeah. a seafarer for life that I've mm-hmm. been? Confessing to something on international waters does not mm-hmm. make it so that you are now absolved of it. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? So I shouldn't say I shouldn't say right now that last week I shot Bo Obama, the dog, 
<laughs> because I found out he was a Ukrainian sleeper cell named Sergov Bolov. <laughs> Is that you telling me I shouldn't say that out here? Because I said that it. seems fine if he really was. A yeah, I, you know, if you can live with the consequences of that being public information, I'm fascinated to hear about Shark it. You- Tank was my idea, but the show was actually just lowering people into Shark Tanks and watching them fight their ways out. Okay, okay, so, so that they so- do owe me some money, is what I'm saying. Okay, wow. Okay. So, well, if you're gonna cut these things, are you gonna cut this out? Are you recording this right now? We're recording, but yeah. I, I don't know what is gonna end up in the final edit and what isn't. I'm mad. You know? I'm pissed. Chad, how can we make this right? I mean, like, you know, we've got we got a nice cruise. we got interesting guys like Timothy and David here, to, I, you know. Can, okay, can I offer some of my services, to be honest? Yeah. Honest. As you guys know, which I mentioned in you cut from the last episode, I did make oh, a deal okay. with the devil, and I got my <laughs> mixology license. <laughs> Would you like for me to set up a little bit of a bar cart and maybe make some Mai Tais, yes. make some cocktails? Okay. Yes. Nobody making drinks around here. Chad knows how to make that. drinks. Chad, that sounds great. I'm Chad. <laughs> okay, I gotta hey, ask Chad, about this Michael on. Jackson situation because you know I the costume. What, what do you mean, Michael? The costume Jackson? looks concert tour. What accurate. do you mean, Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. I wrote a song called "I'm Chad." Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, and of course, Shaomong is. <laughs> is is part of the language that me and my father used to speak to each other. So it is a obvious. Yes. It's a message to my dead father whose ashes I did spread at Soldier Field. Yes, that's right. That's right. It's coming back to me now. Yes. Oh, um, a fellow father killer. You oh. killed your father as well. Didn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. How did and that did, happen to me? And did you get the number one prize afterwards? I didn't. No. What's the number one prize? <laughs> your mother. <laughs> oh, no. That's, that ain't yes. right. Chad's see, eyes There's are a lot intact. of things about Chad. There's a lot of weird things about Chad. I do pee through a finger that we talked okay. about that last time, but I ain't not trying to fuck my mama. Okay. Well, do, uh, can I ask a follow up? Because I didn't hear this. Uh, and does that, what do you use? Do you have a penis or is it because you don't, that the, or is the penis not? Oh, work? you're trying to know so you could do some sort of magic trick swap. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd be careful of this one, Chad. Mm. This no, is. No, just, no, no, no. I'm pretty happy with what I've got <laughs> no, right now. I, I no, got a new no. one pretty recently that I'm pretty happy with. No, so. if I turn around and my figure is on your pelvis, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> David, are you doing a sort of. Hermit crab situation with your penis <laughs> where you time. use it until you run out. And then you, yeah. you should see David's book husk. of notes. His book of notes is just all of the men he's ever met with a number next to it. Interesting. Wow. Okay. A classic ledger of sorts. Yes. Um, it's my reef ledger that I uh, got from Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> And I'll throw anyone's name in there uh, that I meet, and I'll try to get information about what they're working with downtown, and then I'll add it to the refledger. Um, um, this does remind me, if I could just for a second, we do have Heath Ledger's hologram is going to be appearing tonight in the entertainment ooh, space. Yeah. So Heath Ledger's uh, hologram will be. Is he going to be singing um, that song from 10 Things I Hate About You, where he kind of singing, um, You're Just Too Good to Be True with yeah. the Yeah, he's going to be doing um, Frankie Valley, uh, but as in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, he was. And I think he should be really on top of his game because he's been resting all day. Um, he, mm-hmm. <laughs> he asked me for some sleeping pills. <laughs> and I was able Great. to visit oh, one of really the open point. So what kind of drinks y'all want? What kind of drinks y'all want? Because I'm back here mixing. Hold up. Wow, look at this. You are, I mean, you're, you've already got a drink shaker out. Yeah, you, you're ready to go. Well, I, we all, what, I would love a fuzzy navel. I haven't yes. had a good fuzzy navel in a long time. Don't all right, four fuzzy navels. All <laughs> we right. all have something with citrus for sure, no because I feel problem. like yeah. the scurvy rate is about 80% on this boat mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Let's. Uh, should we take a quick break and I'll have some drinks at Chad's makeshift bar and then resume the show? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm Chad! <laughs> Welcome back to First Hand, uh, a, new, a new dawn on the cruise, although it, time really has lost all meaning to me. Yeah, I haven't slept since we left. Uh, I'm... No. I'm riddled with scurvy. I'm 
I'm fucking came on quick. Yeah, I'm faded as hell. Can I ask y'all a question? Does anyone feel like last night lasted about one hour and now all of a sudden the sun is up just way too early? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Y'all feel that? I was going to say one week. To me, it felt like it felt like a week to you. Yeah, (laughs) we're definitely near one of the poles. I don't know if it's south Mm -hmm. or north, but well, the compass is spinning. So that's the clue. Yes, the compass is has been spinning for a while now. Has anybody mm-hmm. noticed that there seems like there's less wood on the ship? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ship that's a really good point. Spaces of less wood than before. <laughs> <laughs> right, I am noticing the, less wood. The planks on the ship, there's just like yes. pieces of it are gone. Yeah, I fell into a hole, which brought me to the middle of the ship, and I fell down the stairs for three hours. I fell yeah. down and down and down and down. That's that down. Escher shit. Yeah, yeah. That's you did a real Gandalf, and you just Man. kept falling. We I, let me just say, age. we should not have had forty-five fuzzy navels each last night. <laughs> no, um, and maybe so that's just because of how long it lasted. Maybe it did feel like a week because we did trick forty-five. We fuzzy did. I, I, for, I'll say for a man who made a deal with the devil to become a good mixologist, mm-hmm. those were such weak fuzzy navels. Yeah. Well, you know that's what? why we had to drink so many. And that just inconsistent might, yeah. also, yeah. you know? I, I'll be honest, that guy might not have been the devil. He may have just been a mixology teacher. That just, yeah. <laughs> what did you, what you was the deal? The yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, what did I trade? Mm, okay, well, what I did trade was, first of all, I cut off three of my toes. A huge okay. trade, and but that wasn't devil. part of the trade. That was okay. Like, oh. <laughs> that was just what happened that. at the beginning. I just yeah, wanted that, to mention yeah. that. That's just where, that's that, just where you were coming from. Mm-hmm. And because uh-huh. of that, I had one of those houses that was really set up for. It was like I had a disability, so I had one of those those houses that could like take me up and down the stairs, and yeah, and I had like chairlift, a, yeah, uh-huh, and I had like a a, a, a handicap accessible bathroom and shower, and he basically wanted the house. Interesting. Oh, so I gave him the want, whole house. He wanted an accessible house for his for his Yeah, uh, he's he was actually also aunt. he is yeah. He he's right now, I believe he lost a leg in what he says is his own Vietnam. But I don't know. Mm, okay, interesting. But basically, this guy got a house by I teaching you how to on. not make a drink. Interesting. He might not be the devil now that I think about it. Yeah. This is a lot of people. Bartender who was in the weeds once. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it was. It was. He was behind a bar and sweating and angry. (laughs) And this would make sense also in terms of like him not being the devil, just because. And I don't know what this means, but I feel in my cerebral cortex that this is true. I feel the devil on this ship. Yeah, the devil is definitely here. (laughs) You know, I thought I saw him walking around. To be honest, (laughs) what did he look like? It what was, kind of devil, you know? I swear to God, he looked exactly like Uncle Cracker. I saw Uncle <laughs> Cracker a couple days ago. No, and I have he, not no, seen Uncle that. Cracker since, but the devil has been strutting. That is what it, it was, Uncle Cracker. <laughs> well, so then now it's now I just don't know what's true. Now I just don't know who's Uncle Cracker and who's the devil. You know, I won't know which one to shoot, you know? Hey, let me ask you guys some questions. Oh, interesting. What okay. were some of your favorite moments from this season? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Chad. Yeah. Baby, if we're we're going to reminisce. Like, what is yeah, this? no, absolutely. Oh, um, well, you know, it was a great year. We had a lot of great guests and the audio quality was really good the whole time. <laughs> and not a lot of talking over each other. Right, I feel like right. yeah, mm-hmm. not much. Yeah, pr- pretty consistent. So, you know, um, great. I feel like the way we home? were talking about p- the pandemic really made contextual sense to everyone because we recorded the episodes so close to when we released them and there wasn't like a six month gap in our lives right so it was all really fresh yeah everything was really fresh well i would like to propose a toast to you guys let me just oh pass out these God. fuzzy navels mm, these look the same <laughs> yeah and what this is these literal literal fuzz these are going to be literal better. fuzz from oh the, that is from i pulled out some of the pillow stuff Oh, uh, okay. Some so of is- the pillow stuff. Yeah. So, okay. well, then I know it isn't goose feathers because the pillows here stink. <laughs> they definitely have a, the pillows have a smell to them. The, well, the pillows are, I don't know that they are pillows as much as they are just like small Raytheon boxes, little cases, yeah. you know? They look All like of there's, our something, lim- there's something else going on with the thing I'm resting my head on it. That's right. I got to say. 
Mine's yeah, every beeping. night when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, yours I, is beeping up. <laughs> after I wake up, the side of my face that was laying on the pillow feels really swollen and almost yeah. like it's going to fall off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Again, I'm just impressed you've fallen asleep. That, you yeah. know. So I do want to make a toast. Everyone hold up. A yeah, glass. sorry, sorry, sorry. Thank you. I'll drink um, to that. Uh, t- to this wonderful podcast. Wow. The flagrant ones. Oh. May the... Love those guys. May yeah. the... That's the podcast we're on, right? No, 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 no. This is firsthand. Um, oh, this is firsthand? Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I'm so drunk and crazy right now that that <laughs> didn't even throw up a bell for me. I'm crazy right now, right now too, as you can tell by my speech, but I, it's just not coming out that way, and I am mad that you You guys are the first-hand guys. You guys are the first-hand guys. Okay, it so... Does explain uh, why. I, I think we lost battery a, a while ago on the recording, but Chad spent three hours on uh, whether Luke Longley or Tony Kukoc was more valuable to the <laughs> 97 bowls and I was like <laughs> yeah. I don't know that this is where we're at here. I did kind of want to talk about that, but I guess that makes sense that no one else wanted to get into that with me. But and then also like a 20 minute story about someone who worked on Xena you knew once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so no no no. Okay, this is first so you know what? You remember yesterday when I was talking all that shit about you cutting stuff out of the episode? Yeah. yeah I do. Yeah. You were I heated, actually man. I want to apologize because a lot of that stuff, I don't even think I think I said on your episode. I think I did say it on the episode of Flager once. So. Interesting. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I'm actually sorry. Okay. I am wow. sorry. So you um, would be a massive uh, tonal departure for the Flager <laughs> once. <laughs> I would, wouldn't I? Yeah, it would be pretty seismic. Yeah, but but this isn't about another fucking podcast. That's right. That's right. Okay. And by the way, guys, I'm sorry that every time I shout, the butterfly knife comes out, but it just has happening to me now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like really my butterfly knife. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I feel like mine no. is part of my hand now. Like uh, I haven't let this thing go in hours. You guys are so good at flicking them around like that. It's, it's really just, cool. It's cool. I'm barely <laughs> cutting my hand anymore. I'm barely cutting my hand. Yeah, anymore. I, I don't even have to put new band aids on after I touch it. You guys it's, look it's, super cool. Thanks. Either man. that, Thanks. or I'm, I might also be out of blood. Uh, mm-hmm. That is possible. Oh yeah, you've been leached by your own butterfly knife. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling pretty drained of blood myself. Like, Same. I just think about how I is feel right now. There's a hollow. Big the mosquitoes are getting too. The mosquitoes <laughs> yeah. are getting huge. Yeah, it's Kong Skull Island size. It's <laughs> you know these are. I saw one of the. In fact, I saw one of these carry off uh, Jamie Bell and Andy Circus. So it, you know oh this my is God. My first of all, boy, tough loss because they were such cool guys to have on the cruise. You know, yeah, real A list talent. Great A listers, man. That was. Tight. I love when Circus. Would come up and just be in character, and you didn't know what you were talking to. <laughs> yeah, he's sometimes so it relaxed. Was a dragon. Sometimes it was like a tree, an <laughs> ape. Then, you, an then ape. you'd watch the dailies at the end, and you'd be like, "Oh, cool! That's what it was. All right, it was it." A- <laughs> oh, I love every morning when the sun comes up when we all get to we watch dailies. Just watch our dailies. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was fun. Should we it's watch some cool. dailies from yesterday? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's watch. Should we watch one of the dailies? <laughs> yeah, let's take a look at some of our dailies. Yeah, some of those dailies. Here we go. I'll reel it up. I'll I'll spool it up here on the old projector. All right, there we go. There we go. And All right, uh, we got a Jack at a six. Got sixteen for the man on the left. Hit or stay. I'm gonna. Stay. St- I'm gonna wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> okay, man on the left. Do we all assume was two people wearing a long trench coat? <laughs> yes. Revealed yes. himself to be exactly that. <laughs> all right. Okay. Fine. What are we saying? We're staying. We're staying. We're staying. We're twins. <laughs> We're twins, but one of us is, is a little uglier. We do everything together because I feel prettier next to this ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse me, I was... Okay, so the one who said one of us is uglier <laughs> is the ugly one. <laughs> and he knows it. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, sorry, who was that? Just speaking I was. There. I'm looking for asshole who thinks Luke Longley is more valuable than me for 96 <laughs> bucks. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got God, the Mr. butterfly knife with his name on it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mr. Coo Coach, I believe you were already supposed to walk the plank for getting too stabby out here. 
<laughs> I walk, but I, they take ring and pull me back in almost immediately. You know, speaking uh, well, of rings, when we were filming Lord of the Rings in New Zealand, it, uh, <laughs> it, it really, I really had to create this character from the ground up. You know, this had never been done before. It feels, you know. <laughs> well, what? Okay, we understand. I do need cut, to reiterate. Cut, cut, <laughs> Wait a minute. This daily is strange. It includes what, what a do you person mean? saying cut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The director. What was that? There's a director. I thought. Yeah, we were... the, yeah, yeah. Spike Jones is directing uh, this cruise. The cruise. Yeah, he's yeah. the cruise director. Yeah. Wow. Spike That's why Jones the uh, yeah, yeah one of the guys in the trench coat was made up to look like his last girlfriend. Oh, I, I see. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe we should go back to the daily. See what the director was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go back. Let's go. Yeah. Back. Let's pop back into that daily real quick. Let's let me pull it Spike back up. Jones. Now we know he's Spike Jones. Yeah. So the, I don't know. I don't know if that'll inform what goes on for the rest of the daily, but we'll find out. Probably wouldn't for me. Just okay. want to make it a little more Tony. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just need more tone and less Andy. You mean wait? You mean more Tony Kukoc or or just no, more like more more vibe? Dominant. Tony Tony Kukoc. I thought we walked you. I thought we walked you off the plane. I walk again, <laughs> but they keep ringing me back. Oh, I, th- I think I know what Spike is driving at here. I think I know what he's asking for. He wants me to do the voice. <laughs> okay. I'll do the Gollum voice. <laughs> okay. Twist my arm. I'll do it. My, I mean, no if I must. I'll, hmm, what do you mean? No one asked for this. If you keep doing Gollum voice. <laughs> I, uh, I only do it when I'm forced to, when I'm, when I'm really hounded into doing the Gollum voice, because this voice is anything but... Well, I'm Chad. Well, let me talk about this for a second. So, you guys had both Andy Serkis and Tony Kukoc on this boat, and you decided to have these ship guys as your guests. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, Chad. Chad Very rude. Very rude, Chad. I'll say I'm Chad, Chad. and I've got a lot of shit going on. But I mean, Tony Kukoc and Tony and Andy Serkis, those are huge guests. Tony has been very busy running three on three full court with a bunch oh, of six right. ten mosquitoes. Right. So I don't those think mosquitoes we, are balling hard. Those mosquitoes can ball, and they've got a few inches on Tony. Mm-hmm. That makes I don't sense. Know, so, um, I don't know why we didn't have circus on. Yeah, circus just would simply not answer my knocks on his door. It was weird because I've never gotten more of a vibe of someone being so distant and so needy at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good oh, news is Circus is on deck negative three, so he will definitely die on this. <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah. may not yeah. come back. He may be yeah. sucked inside out or something. Because <laughs> that whole deck is glowing at this point. I, you know, I don't know what the fuck is going on there, but I know I like looking into it, and I'll probably go back there as soon as we're done talking. It's calming to look into. Everything <laughs> in my mind stops working, and I can only yeah. think about it. <laughs> it's the. It's the only thing I've seen that's made my pillow stop beeping. And <laughs> yeah, I've had some deck negative three dreams that have just been very <laughs> serene for me. Really, very peaceful. Yes, and also horrifying at the same time. <laughs> you are there that. any? Are there any dailies from deck negative three that we could maybe watch? <laughs> yeah, I think there that. are some. <laughs> I think Spike yeah. took a crew down there. Um, I think it's sort of like handheld kind of Blair Witch style footage. (laughs) (laughs) But let's take a look at it. Let me um, let me hook up this Sony DV cam and uh, I'll I'll play off of that. Okay, Mm -hmm. there we go. Oh, this is my shit action. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you guys, I'm feeling a specific tone down here it's like incredibly tony yes yes <laughs> it's incredibly tony it's and someone called my name <laughs> did you just appear out of nowhere who the hell are you i think last thing i know i'm dunking on mosquito and suddenly i am here oh Whoa, meanwhile mosquito stuff shit out of luke longley just saying just saying Tony, put it to bed, man. <laughs> You're the better player. <laughs> that's okay. That's all I ask for. And now I can die and disappear. Whoop. And cut. I'm Spike Lee. Now. <laughs> Whoa, it's a spike off. It, this, let me just say this. I'm going to have to make sure that this shit is real. 
Okay, so we're gonna do this whole scene again. Okay, but I need y'all okay. to be thinking about what's really going on in, in deck negative three. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I agree with other Spike. Absolutely, I think we should do it again. And yeah, go ahead. All right, here we go. All right, and do the right thing. <laughs> My I'm Chad. Okay, that was crazy. There was a lot of things. First of all, Chad, let me say that I know we haven't assembled. This is just an assembly cut of the dailies, but the yeah, I'm yeah. Chad transitions are hitting. They're hitting. <laughs> it's better than a star wipe, even. I mean, yeah. they're really working. You got to just instantly know where you are and who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, it's very helpful. It's so cool to see a movie in real time become a Spike Lee joint after mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. been a Spike Jones leant. And I think <laughs> the spikes are there's having a spike so spike we joint and then spike spike Jones, Jones just switched the J and the L on that. And yeah, it yeah, Jones it's like Jones lean. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, I don't know if you guys heard the guy from the crow nest from the crow's nest announced that we're coming up. No on problems the there, of- by the way. <laughs> Yeah, he has mm-hmm. spotted that we are coming up on what appears to be the end of a flat earth and the water just goes over at the edge. So I think oh, we might no. need to deal with that for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Take another break. Oh, well, take I'll, a- I'll take care of that. Abracaranda. Okay, it didn't work. We're going to have to take a break. Okay. Really okay, confidently we'll be- went for that. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh, be- shit, my penis to <laughs> Hi! Luke sucks. Welcome back to First Hand. Uh, if anyone is hearing this, you know, I, at this point, I don't know who would have these recordings and where they would go. All of our uh, recording software is gone. It's sort of a Flintstone-style situation where we're just speaking this into a parrot and hoping he remembers it all. It's <laughs> also a like, Flint-style situation where the water <laughs> that is coming out is brown. It's the not potable really water. Yeah, and no one's doing anything about it, can I say? Mm-hmm. We're in a lot of trouble. Um, <sighs> and, of course, I am Chad. You guys may die, but, of course, I am a cannibalistic humanoid adult dude. I will eat you to survive and live underwater as long as I need you. Chad, I swear to God, if you eat me, I will stab you in the face, okay? okay. Hey, we don't need to turn on each other yet. We got another the, five to well, ten hard minutes. Don't trust <laughs> him. He just said he was going to eat us. <laughs> So he's going to eat us before we turn on him. Well, I don't trust you either, David. Okay. Gentlemen, I was promised I have. Gentlemen, let's calm down. This boat was built by the lazy grandson of the guy who designed the Titanic. There's not going to be any problems. It's what do you mean? There are already problems. Okay. The wood is supposed to go slowly. The ship is at an angle. We are out of the water at a tilted angle, like when you drive a car on two wheels on one side. Well, I didn't want to say this, but the ship is built to take off. What the fuck are you talking about? It's built to take off, and when it goes at an angle, it's getting ready. It's going off. I don't know where. Maybe to space. We didn't ever see where it went. I don't know where. Uh, is that truly no. what happened to the Titanic? It didn't sink. It just like it got went out. into yes. space. It straight up. Yes. What do you? Why do you think the Sputnik happened at the same time ish? Yeah, 1961. <laughs> yeah, within a hundred right. years. Within a hundred years. At least. <laughs> I think that is within the historic within margin of years. error, sort of. Yeah. You know, when they get, tell you a year that an event happened, it's give or take. There's a window. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we are going down, I will say, because of course I was or up. up, I was given the gift of mixology by either the devil or Uncle Uncle Cracker himself. Definitely not the devil, because at this point we have met the (laughs) Yeah, we have met we have met and he yeah, that was I am I'm really sick and tired of that haunting children's choir singing that everything is going to be all right song. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Follow me and everything. It's terrifying. Yeah. But as we go down, I will continue to make fuzzy navels. Like thank you. Band that went down at the Titanic. Of course, mm-hmm. my honor to serve you these bad drinks. So like the great grandfather of mine, the captain, the Titanic, right into an iceberg, into the ocean, and then into space. I will take over as leader. 
no captain leaves his ship. All of you do your best to leave, and I'll go down with the ship. Here, get on my back. Uh, abracadabra, give me your penis. No. Oh, oh, no. No, 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 no. What the fuck is happening? Oh, my God. I still Wait got my second. penis. Yeah, well, I, do, I didn't get mine back. What are you doing? Are you hoarding penises over there? What's going on? What the? I have a penis that that I can. Okay. The penis that I'm working with now, I can't prove it because I've never seen it. But this is Gollum's penis. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is wow, the creature from Gollum's penis. And I mean, I'm really good. I think what I wound up with, I think what I wound up with is Chad's finger, which is honestly about as close to a penis as I could hope for at this point. Yep, that'll pee for you, and penis. I gave you the thumb. <laughs> yeah, but I where you put Chad's it was finger. not ideal. I, you got a little cheeky with where you put the thumb, my friend. <laughs> oh, I apologize. I'm. It's underwater. You know, I can't see. I, can I tell you guys something? Sure. I've got a family. I've got a wife, my mom. <laughs> I've got good friends. Oh, David, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> Chad draws a line. I'm I, you know what? I'm a, I'm a dirtbag in my own right, but that's gross. That's a, it's no, disturbing. It, it was foretold by the prophecy. I wait. You guys got prophecies too? Yes. <laughs> yes. Now are you prophet. Oh yeah, of course I have a prophecy. Wait a minute. Now that I look around, my prophecy may be fulfilling right at this moment. What do you mean? I was. It was foretold that once I lose my penis finger. I'd be launched into the stratosphere forever. What? So, yeah, it's kind of like directly what's happening right now. Yeah, like, that's yeah. like exactly, you're describing exactly what's going on. I can't believe I didn't literally? think about that. No, or, I or always thought it success? was, I always thought it was some sort of <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, like losing some sort of masculinity or something. But it just literally is happening. You're literal. Wow. Well, I don't have a fucking prophecy, okay? All I have is the weird encounter I had with Heath Ledger's hologram last night where he grabbed me by the face in a back hallway and said, it is your, you are deck negative three. And that, that was weird. I, I don't know what that means. I just know that it is me and I am it. And and the the circle is closed and the the, the lines are blurred. You I, know, I know he didn't say prophecy, but that sounds like a prophecy to me. No, sounds it was like just a, a crazy thing he said. Now, look, I've inserted this butterfly knife surgically into my own hand. <laughs> You're just now it's just a stubby. It's just a knifey hand, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You got a fucking problem with that, Chad? No, I huh? don't. You don't have to go. Okay, chill, okay. I don't know. My only problem with it is threatening. it doesn't really do the butterfly thing anymore. Yeah, you could have used a regular part. knife. Now it's less Yeah, cool. it's stuck in one Curious function part. position. Yeah, now okay. You look yes. like Chucky in the movie where he kind of like shoved the little knife in his I head. don't look like Chucky, okay? Oh, that's exactly what he does. He looks like Chucky. No. He, like he Chucky. has that line where he says he doesn't look like Chucky. I remember it. I got a prophecy that I was going to see someone who looked like Chucky, but with Gollum's penis. Oh, and my so, God. No. Wow, now that I who's think about it. these specific prophecies, by the way? <laughs> Mine was from a mosquito, and he, it was like he, <laughs> he buzzed it, but I knew what he meant. You know, like when, mm -hmm. when, I don't know, Lassie talks, and, you know, it's just barks, but you know. Mm -hmm. It was like mm -hmm. that. Those mosquitoes have really started to set up a society. I feel like they're going to uh, really, really last us, outlast oh, us. They've all. inherited the Earth at this point, you know? Yeah. I mean, it is theirs. And maybe I, well, that's they're, why they're launching us into space. Like, we're just maybe the last <laughs> yeah. humans on Earth. And... Well, thank you, mosquitoes. I, for <laughs> one, say thank you to the mosquitoes for rocketing me, David Copperfield, and my best friends, Chad, Devin, Greg, and Timothy Crisp into wow. space <laughs> wow do we all do a toast to our new mosquito lords let's do I it i can't drink another fuzzy navel no you got to i poured them everyone yeah. grab a drink okay I, oh i broke the glass with my knife <laughs> god <laughs> but i'll i'll drink out of one of the shards out of the okay. shard um, yeah okay how all many right. is this by the way is this a what is this a thousand each i think we've had a thousand fuzzy navels <laughs> <laughs> In the last, what the sun has come up and down like ten times, but yeah. it does seem like it has been maybe three to four hours. 
Chad, I yep. got to settle up with you before we go into space here. What do I owe you? <laughs> yeah, what do we owe you, Chad? Okay. Oh, yeah, what's Chad, the, what's I don't the have damage my wallet on, on me, but I'll tip. I'll get you next Timothy. time on the tip for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Chad is about to do the only actual honorable nice thing he's ever done in Chad's entire humanoid adult life. Wow. I'll cut you guys a deal for 5% off. <laughs> so we're looking Whoa. at about $8,000. I'm only Chad, paying I'm for 950 right of these. Yeah. Oh my God. Chad. That'll be $8,000 each. Chad. Venmo me or Chad. pay cash. Preferably wow. Venmo because Perfect. I can't take cash down into the water with me. Chad, as you are doing this, I feel my heart opening. And with it, I feel as if the ship's heart is opening and i don't know if you guys can feel the vibrations but i think we are beginning to rise out of the water wait okay? he's becoming he's becoming death negative three <laughs> uh, 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 my body is this ship. <laughs> okay i am this ship oh, no. i am the listenership <laughs> come on party let's go party i'm chad Everyone get on Devin. Everyone get on Devin. I'm Chad, baby. Good in next season. (gasps) Oh, Chad. What the hell was happening to you, Chad? It was all a dream. Chad's and so if we're looking at this clip from the dailies now, and it seems like Chad is in bed with Bob Newhart's wife from the first show. This what? I see what Spike Lee was going for in this daily. Mal Brussels. <laughs> <laughs>